Recently, it dawned on me that I've been talking a lot about business and career advice and entrepreneurship, and that's been all very inspiring and very motivating, especially for me. But what I have not been talking about is being a writer and how I'm building my writing business. So that's what's coming up on this episode of the View 112 podcast. Read, write, live. Hi, I'm Janita Morris, and this is the View 112 podcast. Here, I think out loud and share my perspective on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. Good morning. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2017. It's about 7.20 in the morning. And welcome to the 14th episode of the View 112 podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about how I am actually building my writing business. It dawned on me recently that uh, for the most part, I've been talking about or I've been giving rather um, professional insight or career development advice. And a big part of this podcast is uh, two parts of me, actually. One part is, yes, I have 17 years of um, career experience as a professional in sales and leadership, but I am also um, a novice at building a writing business. And I want to um, talk a little bit more about that today. For my 39th birthday, I made a decision to pursue my lifelong dream of becoming a writer. And um, I want to define that because (laughs) I want to say paid writer to be exact. I've been writing my whole life, different projects off and on, um, but mostly as a hobby. I love my day job and um, I've often viewed writing as a creative outlet, a stress relief, a hobby. Um, And I've had blogs in the past, but I've never really aggressively pursued the idea of actually making money as a writer. Um, And once I decided I needed to figure out how to actually do this, um, it's been really fun, really, um, I don't know, I just, I, I feel challenged. I feel um, closer to, or I feel like I'm closer to what I'm meant to do. Um, and I've been very fulfilled. So it's been a great birthday gift to me. I think last year for my birthday when, and I've always been an avid reader and I think reading and writing goes hand in hand. Many writers read a lot and vice versa. Um, I think I was close last year by saying I wanted to read 112 books and, this year just taking it a next step and now saying I'm going to write and work towards being a paid writer um, it's been the best birthday gift I could have ever given myself Um, I don't know why I didn't think of this years ago anyway so here are a few things that I'm trying out to build my writing business number one I'm building a platform for myself so guys no one really knows me I mean yes I have friends and I have family and most of who at this point I'm sure are listening to this podcast, a few strangers, and I've been networking and meeting a lot of people and my listenership um, and readership on my blog seems to be growing. But for the most part, no one really knows me. And from the research that I've been doing to become um, known in this space, to have a publisher want to work with you, um, all of those things like you need to have some sort of platform, some sort of voice 
um, out there. And so once I decided to side hustle as a freelance writer, I launched my own blog, View112, view112.com. And um, since I do not have that much experience, I figured I should create a space to showcase my work. Right now, as I'm applying for writing jobs or I connect with people, can my business card out, um, it has the website on there and um, people can go and see certain things that I've written, different pieces, start to develop my voice, etc. Um, hosting view112.com has dev- helped me develop skills as well, such as editing and content creation. In the past, I've only blogged on WordPress. I've had two or three blogs on WordPress. I had a wellness blog with my sister and my cousins called We Work Wellness, but that was like a private little blog that we did because I have cousins that, uh, some of my cousins live in other parts of the country. And so we would use that blog to feel connected and share different um, dieting and exercise tips and to motivate each other. Um, another, the other two blogs that I had were with, um, with a partner and they were football related. Um, and so, and, and we used WordPress for that platform. That's what I was most familiar with. Um, this time stepping out, oh, I'm sorry. And my, my favorite, how could I forget is 112 books, which was also hosted on WordPress. Those were all more so I think hobby blogs, Um, 112 Books was really just to chronicle my journey of reading 112 books in a year and uh, some book reviews and insights, things like that. Um, But this time stepping out, um, officially trying to establish myself as a writer, I decided to switch platforms and at the recommendation of a lot of people actually, but mostly a couple of my coworkers, um, a lot of them recommended Squarespace. And when I went to Squarespace, um, it's a completely different interface, but um, just very user friendly. Um, I do work in technology, which is, but it's funny, I'm not very, <laughs> I'm not as tech savvy as a lot of people that I work with. Um, and so it was very, I found it to be very user friendly and I've been able to um, develop other skills as it relates to design and SEO engagement that I really wasn't um, building or flexing or utilizing before on WordPress. Now, when I apply for jobs, again, I can just direct people there and they can see a site that I think speaks to my personality, my voice, but then they can actually read my work um, and see the, the different things that I've written about. I've written reviews. I've written opinion pieces. Most things are opinion pieces. Um, and then the second thing that I've done in building my platform is launching this podcast, the View 112 podcast. Um, I've known, again, um, for years that you need to be a thought leader. You need to um, establish a voice. And I've listened to podcasts over the years and have really enjoyed listening to other people's podcasts. And um, I certainly have my opinion. And I think in my, well, I know in my professional career, I've spoken on panels and, you know, I've offered a lot of advice. Being a leader, I have a team that I lead. And, you know, I often have, um, shared a lot of the things that I share on this podcast with my team. And so it just seemed very natural to 
um, share my ideas verbally and telling my story via the View 112 podcast helps me connect with people who may not have otherwise known about me, again, because no one knows me, about my experience or what it is that I can actually do. Um, I have a few objectives uh, when I decided to create the View 112 podcast. One of them was to sharpen and showcase my written and verbal communication skills, establish my voice as an experienced professional capable of offering sound business and career advice by sharing my perspective, and then finally share with people lessons, failures, and experiences I uncover while trying to figure out how to be a paid, published writer. Often, and this third one was really important to me, often we hear about people or notice them, I should say, once they are successful. We hear about the grind um, and when they tell their story. So like, you know, P. Diddy, because his movie is about to come out uh, on Apple Music, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. You know, we know he's successful. We know he, you know, was a, a dropout at Howard University and he worked his way up. And I think that that's where, what we hear. We hear people start from humble beginnings. We hear they work their way up. And we know it wasn't easy, but then they, they blow up. And, and now they're this success story. And when the t- story is told so short like that, I think that we miss opportunities or we, we take for granted really the hard work that went into it. And so my goal with this, obviously, I want to <laughs> be very successful, but I want to share with people all the steps that I am taking as I go along. This is one area of my, you know, it's a contrast. It's the other area of this podcast and my communication of, you know, not being an expert, trying to figure things out, making a lot of mistakes, not knowing what I'm doing. And I think that that's a different type of listener and reader that I'm going to be able to connect with. Um, You know, I, I don't, this podcast is a really great example. I, I think before I actually launched my podcast on iTunes, I thought like you must be some sort of like technical wizard. You need to be like some media mogul or maven um, and, you know, be in PR and like have all of this experience and all this fancy equipment. Um, And it wasn't until I really started to record in the first two recordings, I was just doing um, and, you know, using my MacBook Pro, the microphone, sitting on the edge of my bed, my birthday podcast I recorded on my bed, not even sure if I was going to like really make a podcast. And then, you know, as I started to get more um, feedback, as I started to go to take GarageBand lessons, um, and I only took one or two at this point, you know, someone recommended I get a microphone, little things like that. And then I started to record. Um, and not all of my podcasts are, you know, perfect, but I, I still believe that everyone has gotten better. I've had two interviews already. I recorded a listener q and I actually just got another great email from a listener um, yesterday. Totally made my day. Um, so, so going through these steps and then deciding to launch my podcast on iTunes and the process. Uh, I have a friend who kind of helps me with some of these things. You know, he was telling me like episodes ago, like, girl, just go ahead and put it up on, on iTunes. And I'm thinking like, no, it needs to be a certain way and all of that. And I wanted to record like a lot of content 
And then finally, once I, you know, went on to, uh, to sign up for the podcast and submit everything to iTunes, to Apple podcasts, it it took literally, we sat, we were, we went to dinner, um, and like sat at the bar and like, I was, you know, entering in all the information and, you know, we submitted it and it was like, I don't know, 15 minute process. And then, you know, they said the wait could take up to three weeks. And so I think that was like the more agonizing part, but it only, you know, it only took like a day, a little, little longer than a day um, before it came back and was approved. And then like, boom, everybody's listening to me. And I've had people who I think are very knowledgeable in like the music industry and in media um, that have listened to my podcast and then asked me like, how did you get your podcast on Apple Podcasts? And, you know, I just, it was so easy. Um, and so I think that being in a space where I can step by step show people how, you know, in this space of being a content creator, I literally went from no content, not knowing how to do anything, just learning little by little and building and building and building to what, you know, God willing, I'm going to speak into existence is a successful writing business and, and content creation platform that's also profitable. Um, so those are, that's something in terms of building a platform, what I'm doing to build my writing business. Now, number two, overall, what I'm doing to build my writing business is applying for writing jobs. Um, so I've experimented with many ways to get the word out that, Hey, everybody, I'm looking to be a paid writer. You can pay me to write something for you. Um, I applied for jobs on Indeed.com. I created a profile on Upwork, which was um, one of the sites that I learned a lot about and was referenced over and over again when I've been doing my research. So I created a profile um, and I applied for jobs on Upwork. And I think I'm going to do a separate podcast just about Upwork and how that's going um, a little bit later. I purchased the Writer's Market 2017 um, guide, and it has a list of all publications, trade publications, magazines, etc. And I've been studying how to write an effective query letter so I can start submitting query letters to editors to um, get paid to write. And I've been, you know, just writing is a big part of it so that I can get prepared to submit things and always having ideas and trying to keep the creativity um, going and not have writer's block, which knock on wood, um, I have not experienced um, yet. I th- I'm just really excited and the creativity has just been bubbling up in me. So um, just continuing to write, apply for jobs, look at writer's market um, has, have all been things that have stoked my fire. And I've really learned a lot in the process. Um, right now, um, I am also you know, working with brands and trying to find out what people would look for in a blogger. I just, my sister, so kind, you guys met her on my Mother's Day um, podcast. Again, she works for a major hotel brand and they had an event in the social media. Well, she invited me just to go, but the the social media manager there, uh, my sister told her about me and that I'm a writer and that I have a, a podcast and, you know, hyped it up quite a bit. And so the social media marketer there um, at the hotel was like excited to meet me and um, 
you know, sent me in advance, like photos uh, behind the scenes on the event, hashtags to use. um, And then like, you know, they invited me in early to interview vendors that were there and get set up. I didn't even know like what, what that looked like. So it was like a cool experience to like go and work with a major corporate brand and find out what they would look for when working with a writer or a blogger to cover an event and then thinking about for me all the work that it took to like you know bring all of my equipment go there um you know just think tallying up maybe expenses you know I did not have to pay for parking because they gave me a parking pass but like if I had to pay for parking um all of those things how how many hours I was there working um writing the follow-up piece all of that kind of stuff like what was the work that went into it and like in the future what's the expectation of that that brand you know now I know what hashtags they would want me to use um how descriptive it was and at the end you know they thanked me and yes I did the work for free but at the same time like I got I gained a lot of experience and that was um priceless in itself again because now I I know I have a little more insight into like what a major brand would be looking for. And if I go to pitch companies now about covering events or, you know, I can add that as something that I've done before I've worked with this brand and I've, I was able to do X, Y, and Z at their event and I can, you know, command some sort of price for that. That's something that I did not have prior to this week. Um, I am also in the middle of negotiations for my first truly paid writing job. And I'm really excited about that. I haven't um, officially landed the deal yet. I'm going to say yet because I'm I'm going to speak it into existence. Um, but that was a learning process. And I'm going to definitely do a podcast about that once I book the deal about the negotiations and uh, how I figured out my what price to charge and all of that. But um, it, uh, that was such a learning experience. So I am, you know, learning as I go and figuring these things out. Finally, um, how I'm building my writing business is I'm looking for ways to monetize my words. Um, and one cool way I'm thinking of doing this is by starting an apparel line. And for those who don't know, my very first business venture was a company, it was about eight years ago, called Endorse Apparel Company. And Endorse Apparel Company was a sports line created out of a void I saw in the market for fashionable sports apparel for women. At that time, um, you know, it was like Super Bowl season and I was, you know, really wanted to like, now my team is the Redskins from Washington, D.C., but at that time I was, um, I was married and my ex-husband is from, was from Pittsburgh, is from Pittsburgh and was a big Steelers fan. Steelers were going to the Super Bowl. And so, you know, I wanted to support, but like, I don't wear jerseys and, you know, I don't know. Back then, you know, this was like, like I said, eight years ago, this was before NFL shop really, you know, had a women's line with like fashionable clothes, things that you would want to wear. And I wanted to wear things that were like how I would dress normally, but just be in the colors of supporting my team. And so I'd made, um, I, 
I was expressing this idea to my mom. And as you know, she's very, very creative and can, is a maker of all things. And I was telling her like, I just want to look, I remember I was about to go out to dinner and I was like, I just want to look like this, but just in the colors of the team. Um, like even like if I could just get, and I had a clutch bag underneath my arm and I was like, even if I could just find something like this, but it just had like Steelers on it, or it was like, you know, in those colors and like, same thing, like for Redskins games, like I wish I could just have a bag and it said like HTTR, which stands for hell to the Redskins. Um, and like, but it was cute. Not like these little crazy bags with the like logos all over it looking, you know, I just think they look terrible. And so my mom was like, hand me the bag. And she, you know, and I went on out. Um, I switched, I had, as a matter of fact, no, 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 no. I had two of those clutch bags. It's funny. I still have one of them, but I had the same clutch bag in two colors. And so I went up and got her the other one and and I went on out to dinner. And when I got back, my mom being amazing, already made a pattern and had sewn a bag. Um, and that pattern is what I used essentially to launch endorse apparel company. And we would stitch different, like, you know, slogans of different teams. So like HTTR for the Redskins, um, here we go Steelers for the Steelers. Um, and then of course I, you know, thought about like, Hey, the NFL probably wouldn't like me doing this. So then I came up with like just things that aren't trademarked, like touch touchdown, or, you know, I had like a referee line and different things like that. Um, uh, with different, just sports sayings. Um, fourth down and you know all of that first and 10 stuff like that here we go defense or let's go defense different things and so anyways um I I always and I still have all of my bags um that I made from endorse apparel um you know all of the designs I still have the originals that I just kept for myself and I still wear them out on occasion and I get a lot of compliments whenever I do um wear them and then I made t-shirts as well. It evolved into a t-shirt line. And, um, you know, I have a friend of mine, her son, who's, he's not a baby. He's like in high school at this point. But when he would play like Pop Warner football, we would go to the games and I would like make shirts and stuff like that with his number. And, you know, I, I did a little business with that as well. And so I'm really, uh, I still kind of have a knack for that and using my words in that way. And so, um, I say all that to say, that's another way that I'm looking to build my writing business is to write, um, like catchy phrases or different sayings and build an apparel line, but that's on, on brand with the work that I'm doing around being a business professional and a, a, a writer, building a writing business, being a reader. Um, and so be on the lookout for that. I have, um, I have a couple of ideas and I'm going to be looking to launch that soon. So those are three ways that I have been, um, three things that I've been trying out and things that I've been working on to build my writing business. One, building a platform, two, applying for writing jobs, and three, looking for other ways to monetize my words. Um, Stay tuned. You know, this is is just a continuing work in progress. Um, And I will talk to you all next time. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I, like I said, I just got my, um, 
an, an email and another listener question. I was really excited about that. And um, it's just so cool to hear the takeaways and um, the, the ways that, you know, I've maybe just through this inspired people to like work on their own side hustle or pursue their own passions or get better at their current career. So thank you so much for listening. If you do want to reach out to me, you can email me at Janita Morris, which is spelled J-E-A-N-I-T-A-M-O-R-R-I-S at V112.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Janita Morris and on Twitter at Janita S. Morris. Um, Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. 